I V M. Welcome to another episode of IVM Likes. I'm Sharanya and today I'm in the studio with Josh and Abbas. Say hey. hi guys. Hi. We are very excited. It's a very nice Friday evening. It is. Yes. We're recording <laughs> this on we Friday. Have, we have our regular round of recommendations for you. We've got uh, a movie, a TV show and a podcast episode, not a full podcast. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to the full podcast, just the episode. <laughs> And then after that we're going to discuss um, regional cinema and the remakes that we have uh, of these regional films in Bollywood. Uh, let's start our recommendations with Josh. Okay, so I have uh, another film for the regional quota. Yeah, of yeah. course, yes. <laughs> so this one is an is is kind of oldish. It came out in uh, 2013. It's a film called Drishyam. You might know it for the Hindi remake with Ajay Devgan. But so this topical, Josh, with his <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this uh, this one has Mohanlal in it, and. Um, So this film is essentially about a family a very sort of normal family you know mm. father mother two daughters mm. and um it is a drama thriller that's how it's sort of okay. classified and the thing is when uh, watching this film like the first half till the interval you think this is just like some family film they're mm. going to the mall and you know mm. getting lassi or whatever <laughs> you know and then it's like they're just doing really normal things and then this guy he runs like one tv channel and it seems all this family stuff and then suddenly just before the interval something Dramatic happens. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to give it away because sure. yeah, I don't yeah, want to give course. away any spoilers. And yeah. so post interval, suddenly it's like this edge of your seat thriller. Okay, and I uh-huh. mean like I mean edge because this is like one of those like with thrillers you're always trying to second guess it, right? You're always right. trying to figure out okay where they're going with this mm. or what can you do, blah this. And mm. This one is like you just don't know <laughs> which way this thing is going to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh my god and Mohanlal Mohanlal kills it in this film like I saw okay. him in Puli Murgan and if you see that film he's sort of like this very kind of action hero almost like a Salman Khan type character uh-huh. but here he plays this father who has to protect his family and you know mm. I just don't want to give any plot okay. details but uh, <laughs> this film is just too awesome you will yeah. not be uh, i would say the only thing is like the first half of the film the weird, the only drawback i would say is that there are these arguments he has with his wife where he kind of puts down his wife mm. and they're not sort of they're a bit it's a bit this thing Classic to wa- yeah it's, it's like it's a bit uncomfortable to watch um but they don't delve too deep into that like it's right. kind of just surface level mm. stuff and then but then post the interval you're just like this is a completely different film man and it's like i just watching it from one scene to the next like the way the plot goes and the final the ending the ending is like the best <laughs> have you seen the hindi version no, with ajay devgan i haven't you seen you should it. watch it next time yeah. and let yeah, us know what you think it. yeah i should see because i really love this film it was made really well and so original drishyam basically yeah the original drishyam by jeetu joseph who wrote the script for for the film as well and who the and w- of which the hindi version is based on so i have a question you said it's only near the uh, interval point where the big twist comes right not the big twist like a kind of a turn changes, in the story the, it changes, okay. it changes tack yeah. so even before that twist comes it's still a fairly watchable movie yeah very okay. much it's not like you have to endure the first half right it, most of the first half is just set up basically okay it's just setting it up for the whole second half but it does it well because there are bits in the first half which they call back to oh, in the okay. second half okay so okay okay there are little, little things like that for sure all right nice drishyam Yeah. On Hotstar? Please, yes, it's on Hotstar. <laughs> free to if you don't have an account, you can watch it for free. You should. Oh, and it's subtitles. Subtitles are there also. Nice. So okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Josh. Uh, Abbas, what are you recommending? 
So as you set up up top in the podcast uh, that in this podcast that I am recommending a podcast episode, uh, the episode I am recommending is from a podcast called You Made It Weird, very fairly popular Yay, podcast. Love it, love that podcast. Hosted by comedian Pete Holmes. So uh, as opposed to your disclaimer, you can listen to the entire podcast. Listen, also, all episodes are good. Most all episodes, episodes are, are good. Yeah, I am sure you've heard way more yeah. episodes than me. But the one episode I am recommending is the one that came out two weeks ago, episode number three seventy five, where Pete Holmes talks to. Basim Yusuf. Uh, Basim Yusuf, for those of you who don't know, is known as the Egyptian John Stewart. Basically, what he did was he did a news-based comedy show in Egypt while the Egyptian Revolution was going oh, on. Oh, nice! While uh, all of this was happening, so Basim talks at length about his life uh, in Egypt, and now he's set. He's in uh, America and he's settling down there and doing stuff there. But it's a very good podcast to uh, listen to because he talks about the perspective of doing that kind of comedy from another country hmm. okay america has the john stewart the stephen colbert's yeah, the, the jimmy fallon's yeah. the uh, all of the all of those but to do that kind of a show in egypt was still a big deal so the kind of risks he took hmm. were massive hmm. and early on in the podcast he talks about how of course he lived in egypt so he was uh, educated in arabic he was a heart surgeon so the basics of comedy he learned were by watching shows like friends frasier and seinfeld Right? right which is and the one thing that i relate to a lot is because a lot of these things are applied to us in india as well we also learned most of our basics of comedy and american culture from these shows right. so he speaks about how he would watch the episodes of seinfeld and frasier again and again because the first time he didn't get the jokes mm. but with friends it was fairly simple Easy, and straightforward yeah. so he would get them mm. So he talks about that. He talks about how watching John Stewart in the early uh, to late two thousands kind of made him learn how to do political comedy because he would make fun of uh, George Bush and all of those things. And the interesting thing is that when Pete Holmes asks him, "How do you feel about America now? Now that Trump is the president?" He's like, "Dude, I've been." Under a regime, I've yeah. been doing comedy under a regime. What you have now, no matter how bad Trump is, he's still letting you get away with a lot of stuff because yeah. you still get to make fun of him every night, and you're still fairly free people. Yeah, because there is still a democracy. Yeah, but taking off from that, he also talks about how he made he did his show for about five years in Egypt, and in those five years, multiple regimes changed. Right. Uh, there was the Muslim Brotherhood, then the army took over, and there is one particular section in the middle where he talks about how. when the army took over uh, they would glorify the soldiers and they would not let you criticize the country or the army in any way which is so relevant right now <laughs> that no matter what you do uh, the army comes in and yeah. you are discouraging our soldiers and you are yeah. doing this and doing that so all of that is eerily similar and uh, if we are going down that path it doesn't really end very nicely because now basam has to shift to the us hmm. to do his comedy uh, they also talk about this documentary that is made on him on netflix called tickling giants yeah. uh, you don't have to watch the documentary to listen to the episode so in all listen to the episode just if you're a, someone who like likes comedy someone who wants to know how it is to do comedy uh, in the uh, under a very uh, strict regime there the my funniest uh, bit i once learned was pete holmes asked him under so much stress how did you go on writing jokes and doing a show and basam said that uh, i knew i had to make the show funny because i had to live up to an image because if they bomb us i'll die but if i do a bad show i'll get criticized on twitter and i can't <laughs> deal with that <laughs> i can deal with getting bombed but not criticism on twitter so it's a great uh, outlook of a comedian who comes from 
another part of the world and now he settled in america and how it is to how important jokes are to uh, to get uh, to to question the regime and yeah. to oh that's amazing yeah. that's pretty fascinating yeah i really like this um idea that now we are exploring comedy from other cultures yeah. even though so far our reference point has always been western comedy exactly. and, uh, yeah. and american yeah. television yeah uh to climb on to this podcast recommendation i have another recommendation that i'm pretty sure i have personally told everybody to listen to uh of a podcast called uh, revisionist history that does right. an episode on called satire paradox hmm. which talks about uh, an israeli uh, uh political satire show okay. and how they do sketch comedy about their government even under awful like really awful regime and real duress and how that that requires a, a level of bravery that you cannot have in a democratic free nation where you are allowed to make the jokes right. no matter how uh, bad the government may seem you are allowed mm. and that's the big difference yeah. yeah yeah oh cool nice recommendation abbas yeah so episode 375 with basim yusuf you made it weird nice all right i'm going to recommend um, a show called uh, broad city okay. which uh, i recently found out not enough people have watched and i cannot believe not enough people have watched i'm really excited to talk about it uh, broad city started as uh, a web series like all good television does now <laughs> and then uh, by these two comedians called Ilana and Abby and then okay. got picked up by Comedy Central and was produced by Amy Polo this is the fourth season that will be out next month so there are three seasons worth of uh, episodes you can watch um it is the ultimate woke stoner comedy because these are girls in their 20s living in new york uh, you know smoking weed all the time just trying to live what they think is what millennials should live like uh you know just exploring their sexuality and uh doing um awfully at their jobs most of the time um really slapstick physical comedy lots of falling down lots of banging into things things that most women comedy uh, like don't really do because hmm. it is the most ungraceful thing to watch and really true to who these girls are um you might have heard of them because they popularized the term yas queen Oh okay that comes from that show. It comes from that show because oh. they Ilana starts saying like yas queen and it is in the show it feels so perfect but now that is I see it everywhere uh, it's little, it's lost a bit of its charm. Hmm. Um but the uh, cast of course it's written by the two of them Ilana and Abby and it stars them. Uh, most friends most people who watch it together will find similarities of either friendships in that or like oh I'm a little bit like Ilana I'm a little bit like Abby. Right. Um uh, so Abby is like the nice sincere person you know who works at a really shitty job but wants to do better you know she wants to uh, do better at a job and maybe one day run this place called uh, it's like a parody of uh, soul cycle which is mm. like your uh, spinning classes uh, ilana on the other hand does not care she works at a in the beginning of the show she works at a company called deals 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 which is like groupon she does no work she usually takes naps in the loo uh, there's a really great scene where she's wearing like this really low cut a crop top where her boss is like this is inappropriate you i can't see your stomach at, i can't shouldn't be able to see your stomach at work so she pulls it all the way down now you can see her bra <laughs> she pulls it all the way up now you can see her stomach she's like oh my god it's like a sophie's choice <laughs> and this is real stupid stupid scenes in it um there's an episode uh, where uh, that opens as a cold open with them uh, performing to drake style from the bottom because they're going to the bank to deposit money uh, and Ilana's like um, dressed like Nicki Minaj and Abby's dressed like Missy Elliott and there's a whole performance of them going to deposit this money 
there's a bit where uh, Ilana's gay roommate tells her, you can't be on Grindr because you're not gay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. I, I just want to see penises within a mile of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've watched the show many times and I've rewatched so many of the episodes because they're all funny because it is just, uh, it's not like story arc driven or like really heavy on like what happened. You, you can watch any episode at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are all slapstick, like so, so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, early in the show, uh, the scene, I think in the first or the second episode, right? Uh, there's a scene where uh, they get into the subway and Elana's holding a shower curtain, a shower rod, because she's going home. Uh, and of course, it's the New York subway. People come in, Ayurveda's holding the rod and then when the train stops, everybody falls down at the same time. <laughs> uh, just really dumb shit. Uh, a whole episode where uh, Elana uh, believes that the, the safest way to travel with weed is to put it in nature's pocket, which is your vagina. Oh. And it is just, it is so <laughs> funny. It's so funny. Uh, you should, like, uh, there's... Nature's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what Josh will call it henceforth. Yeah, Nature's pocket, dude. Uh, there's a really great episode, a scene where um, Abby lies to her uh, colleagues about knowing parkour and they're like, oh, show us how you do it. And then she attempts to do it oh, like on cars and on uh, cycles. Very, very stupidly funny. Hmm. Um, just great stoner comedy. And I mean, because they are stoned and if you're stoned it's even funnier <laughs> so sounds like a fun Broad show. City yeah. uh, easily available to watch most places I think although uh, Comedy Central has most of the cha- okay. full episodes okay. if you can access them now I think uh, I'm assuming there is some regional right so I read somewhere that Broad City is like a poor cousin of the HBO show Girls absolutely not okay absolutely not so Girls is exploring the life of 20 year olds in New York yes Hmm. Uh, four girls with like you know who want to do well who want to be writers Broad City cares uh, like not at all about any of these things they don't care about identity they don't care about their jobs Broad City and also diverse because Broad City opens the first season with Ilana's boyfriend Hannibal Burris who's a dentist uh, who really believe? Who wants to be a food blogger? He runs a blog called Al Dante Dentist. It's so good, so good. Uh, right. It is nothing like it because, uh, of course, the the comparison is only because they are women mm. in New York. Mm. Uh, but nothing similar. No, um, n- none of the plot lines or anything is not not the intention at all. All right. Uh, but yeah, oh my God, definitely poor cousin. They are broke all the time. Yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, this sounds way more fun than girls which ten- tended to get serious at times. The girls is a serious yeah. drama though. Yeah. I mean, like, according to me. I love girls. Uh, and But what girls does for female friendships and female identity is very mm. different from what Brothity okay. is even not... Like, Brothity is not even going there. Right. It's uh, just a straight out It's just comedy. a straight comedy. It's a stoner comedy. That's all. And But they Again, I say, I say woke because they do talk about like... Uh, you know, diverse shit and about women and like it's very funny. Okay. Just gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I can't say it any more times. Uh, the fourth season's out next uh, month. Okay. So you have three seasons worth mm, of catch like, episodes Definitely. to catch up on. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, Josh recommended Drishyam. Drishyam, yes. And uh, Abbas recommended an episode of You Made, you it, made weird it Weird with Basim Yusuf episode three seventy five. Three seventy five. Alright, and I'm recommending Broad City. Let's take a break and come back right after that. Alright, we're back. Uh, In this segment, we're discussing um, regional cinema and what happens when they're remade in Bollywood. This is a strange topic only because there isn't a, uh, there isn't statistically, like it doesn't say that made in, like when they're made in Bollywood, they do better or that they do badly. There really is no 
yes or no or good answer to this hmm. but how much is okay is what we're discussing and um because josh recommended uh, drisham drisham today uh, i know that the hindi version for example didn't do as well as the originals did they well the original the the, the malayalam version is like It is the second highest grossing film in Kerala, mm. okay. so it did very well, yeah. very well in Kerala for sure. Yeah. Um, but the Hindi version didn't really. Fly. Hindi version, I'm not sure. I don't know if it did well or not. My question is, does it need to be like? Wouldn't you just watch this movie if it had Mohanlal and you'd watch it in Hindi as well, right? I mean, definitely. Like watching the film, there are things like. Um, There are like things that he does like with his family, which is so like Narden, it's so Kerala, mm. you know. So that stuff, I don't know how because I was reading the plot of the the Hindi film, and I think he's like a guy that runs a channel in Goa in some fictional mm. village oh, in Goa. Okay. So I don't know how that uh, transference of context may would make any difference to the film, but um, I think that is the main topic because if you remake a movie, it's totally okay. Like we've remade so many. Uh, English movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is the cultural loss when we are in the same country? I'm saying when we remake a Bengali movie or a or a Tamil movie or a Malayalam movie, mm. um, the context of that region and that uh, culture is completely lost. Mm. Um, like I just saw a trailer of this movie with Ayushman Khurana and Bhumi Petnekar, which is a new movie called Shubh Mangal Savdhan. So the original Tamil version mm. uh, I have seen, even though I don't understand Tamil, um, and it is. hilarious okay it's called um, kalyana samel sadham i am going to say it terribly obviously because i don't speak tamil uh, but it's basically about um, this guy who suffers from erectile dysfunction hmm. all of that that really you know classy crass comedy hmm. that tamil cinema does beautifully hmm. i'm sure uh, that they may do a good job i'm not saying they won't but i feel like i would lose so much cultural context because um what the name itself means is a wedding feast is like sadam means rice hmm. it's like people come in for a wedding feast hmm. uh which i feel like i would lose right and i feel like does it need a hindi version like but you say you don't understand tamil then how did you find the film hilarious i mean i watched it with my family who kept it i i understand it um, like i don't understand every word but i understand it in right. context oh i see like when my parents speak to me i, I understand it hmm But I don't understand every single word. It's a vocabulary issue. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Your uh, sensibilities carried the movie through because you somehow relate to those Correct. characters. Because I see what they're doing, and I'm like, yeah, this happens at our weddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a strong proponent of if regional cinema or if a film. in a language that's not hindi does well and when i said does well means it's appreciated it gets a national award or it gets accolades goes to yeah. film festivals then that film should be released in theaters widely more people should go out to see it you should use i am because i like watching films with subtitles i am fine with reading the subtitles even if the film there's no if you want to wants to reach out to a mass bigger, bigger audience i am fine with it being dubbed into hindi Okay. Because that's how you have this cross-cultural exchange of uh, people learning things about other uh, other cultures. Bahubali, the biggest grosser of the last few years, mm. was a dubbed film. Yeah. So it's not like or or even robot. I uh, mean, Sairat last year. Even if exactly. Movie, even man. as Bahubali as an example, yeah. I remember watching the Hindi dub for that. Mm. Yeah. And seeing the Telugu. There's there's I don't know about you, but sometimes just to hear, and I'm not really one to say because my language skills in both Telugu and Hindi 
yeah, questionable. Yeah. But then when when he says it in Telugu, maybe because I mean I do know a little Telugu only because I was there for like some time in yeah. my childhood. But um, when when she says like "Mera beta aagya" versus hmm. I can't even remember what the yeah. Telugu line hmm. is. Hmm. In impact. Telugu, it just yeah, just the impact of that line I yes. feel is just in that I language. That. I mean, translations are bound to lose yeah, uh, lose some, some of the of like yeah the feeling yeah. and the impact of it. Yeah. So it's like how the, the just the language usage, but that's like a very small detail. Yeah. yeah. I get that but then uh, the at least it's re- it's reaching out to people people are getting to see that movie that context yeah. play out but also thinking of like having to remake a film like bahubali that mm. is like a, important, it was yeah. like it was such a big budget film yeah. as it is yeah like I can understand why they would remake like like Drishyam I can understand because that yeah, looks like a low it's a small budget movie yeah, anyway it's a low budget film and the thing is I with with films they're always looking for scripts you know and right. if you think if they if you're doing it for a different uh, state or a different language then you know you're giving that many more people work you're, you know maybe someone is looking in, into it to get paid man and the way producers work in the country as far as like Anything but Bollywood mm-hmm. goes. Yeah. That's another show that I produce. People, you have to check it out. Kalki's episode just came out. You have to listen to it. Right. So if you listen to that episode, you'll uh, like one thing that they talk about is how the producers own the rights for the film. Right. right. So someone who's a producer on a remake of a film hmm. might not be the producer of the original Correct. film. You know. Sometimes though, I do feel like even when the producers are the same, hmm. the Hindi remakes are awful. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know how that happens. Like. Um, Priya Darshan has a movie called The Godfather, which was years and years ago. Really funny movie about uh, family politics, hmm. which became halchal, which right. was an oh. awful movie with <laughs> Kareena Kapoor and Akshay Khanna. Uh, I don't know why that existed. Many years ago, he made a movie called Boing Boing, which became garam masala with Akshay Kumar and John, John Abraham. Abraham, which oh, yeah, also yeah. did not do well. Whereas the original versions actually did very well, like very well. But that then something is getting lost in translation. That but that's the point, right? Yeah. When you when you're Bollywoodizing something or m- making it for a Hindi audience, mm. you're actually dumbing it down. Maybe, maybe yeah, you're dumbing it down, or adding elements that aren't required for that story. Mm. So, you, would you rather? Uh, give this uh, manipulated version of the story to people, or let them give the cha- uh, give them the chance to the discover original? Yeah. the original. Yeah. yeah, the point you made about Bahubali being such a big budget film. So, mm. if I understand what you're saying, you're selling this spectacle, even for Robot or Bahubali. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the smaller budget films are easier to adapt. Yeah. So, but in my head, then the smaller movies are solely relying on the strength of the stories. Hmm. Right, so let those stories be. Let them go out to an audience that, and call them out somehow hmm. to figure out how to sell these movies to a, a non-Hindi uh, speaking or uh, to a Hindi speaking audience. Sorry, yeah. right now what is happening is that there are all, also these uh, stereo. I won't call them stereotypes, but these. Uh, Camps that are forming that the south uh, in the south you have these uh, uh, big budget uh, mythological films or yeah. sci-fi fantasy yeah. uh, thing. Mm. In Bengal you have the detective uh, film because <laughs> they have Satyajit Ray's Feluda to fall upon, mm. and they mo- make the more arty films. And then somewhere Bollywood falls, which is only seen as entertainment. Mm. So I think if there's more of a cross-cultural breeding of the films where films go of one language go to people of another language. They'll understand the culture more, and they'll be exposed to it. Hmm. Is what I feel. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but the thing is, see, with Bahubali, yeah. Bahubali, so many people watched that film. Yeah. yeah, and it was a Telugu film. Yeah, yeah. and um, for me, 
that's for me it's a marketing issue it's like a marketing people issue. are not if you could market these like puli murgan man it would do well across india i feel but then yeah. why why do you think it it hasn't because i feel like whoever's whoever owns the rights so they're not like distributing it or they i don't i don't know why they're not marketing it more in yeah. like cinemas or why they can't do it you know maybe there's some restriction because honestly i know like with malayalam cinema like you were talking about like a sort of cross uh, yeah cultural yeah. exchange kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because i know i was just looking through one of these archives from another person that we interviewed on anything but bollywood <laughs> okay and uh, one of so they're doing this whole uh, archive of indian cinema mm. and i was looking mm. at malayalam films from the 50s and mm. i found so many films that were remakes from hindi films uh, okay you know? Oh I'm um, yeah I'm sure that has happened as well no doubt yeah. no doubt So it's like there's definitely been like a back and forth Yeah I mean in terms of artistic merit we can there's always things that maybe the original will lack or maybe yeah. that the remake yeah. will do better But I, sometimes I feel like it's like which one you reach first also it could be yeah. bad because Yeah so right now you know the f- uh, feeling I get is that Uh, India is still, by and large, associated with Bollywood. Correct. So Bollywood is still at the top of the totem pole, yeah. and they are almost treating the South Indian movies as a testing ground. That mm. if it does well there, then we'll adapt it, yeah. and somehow it'll make some money. Yeah. Like star- I don't it's think like startups, man. It's like <laughs> South Indians are the startups, and all these Bollywood people are the VCs. They they, they just grab the ideas. Like. You you want to pl- plug another startup show over here? Shoot you one. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. Oh, very good, Josh. I really appreciate all the plugging. It's very nice. Uh, but okay, I I get all the points, and I get that it's a good thing technically to have some amount of cross breeding <laughs> of ideas. Um, Getting into eugenics now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, what we what the other thing um, I I am thinking about, right? So, for example, movies that regional cinema that does well. right mm. that does genuinely well they win awards or they win uh, some kind of recognition of any kind mm. when those movies don't find an audience unfortunately mm. and the only option is to make uh, bollywood versions of them mm. i think that's a marketing problem not for every movie i understand that the uh, hindi speaking population mm. is a large population of india and the people who go on a friday night to watch an akshay kumar movie is the large population of india who spends money mm. So it's okay if uh, some movies are not marketed so widely that it's a, like a Tamil movie is not marketed so widely that it's supposed to reach uh, everybody in Gujarat. It's okay. Hmm. I think those are made specifically for the people who understand it, and I think that's fine. But when you, uh, my only issue is when a regional movie does well, like genuinely well. Those okay. movies, the encouragement to go watch that huh. yeah. in the its original, pure form yeah. is very huh. little. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, if you guys remember this movie called Aya, which is one of my best examples for this <laughs> this discussion. Argument, yeah. Uh, if you remember the Rani Mukherjee movie called Aya, which was almost a parody of a, a supposed to be like you know there was a song called Dream Um Wake Up on yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Aya is a story about a girl who has a heightened sense of smell and is attracted to people by smell. It's a Marathi movie originally called Gand. With Sonali Kulkarni and Milan Soman, hmm. won a national award. Hmm. Okay, in like it did well in Maharashtra in the Marathi speaking hmm. population did hmm. well. Already, Bombay has enough movie theaters to show Marathi movies, yeah. but yeah. it wasn't shown. It was rare, exactly. rare screenings, like exactly. very rare. Yeah, you need a, a Nana Patekar to do a big ass movie. That some people will go watch in Bombay. You need a Mahesh Manjaga to push all marketing budget he can mm-hmm. on a Marathi movie to people for people to notice it, mm. which is 
which is what the problem is like because that marathi movie doesn't work for hmm. a large population he has to make a bollywood version yeah. with a song and a and a casting rajesh mukherjee and the story just doesn't work because in translation it becomes this you're going to watch this big movie and the subtlety of the story which is that He's lost, the attraction yeah. she has yeah. because of smell is completely gone dude and this is sonali kulkarni and milind soman people whose faces are known <laughs> yeah. to hindi speakers like they should go and watch it you expose more languages like a couple of weeks ago there was a shitty thing where people walked out of an ar rahman concert because yeah. it was silly in yeah. tamil yeah. dude that was too you listen to shakira oh. <laughs> you listen to shakira and daddy yankee so yeah. you can listen to tamil songs and With he the- is known for his tamil songs that's <laughs> insane but the assumption is that you should play to the most popular uh, you know like if the majority of people can only speak hindi hmm. or no hindi songs then you have to play to that which is a misnomer i think i don't think majority of people in india speak hindi it's yeah, it's to break it I down do in numbers true. i think it's the majority in in money again <laughs> that's that's what bollywood yeah. is a top of the totem pole if you don't do well in bollywood then technically your film hasn't done uh, hasn't been hasn't been successful is the uh, is the image that Did is being sold anybody watch okay jano No, I didn't. I have not seen Okay Kanmani either. But yeah, I see, like the music of Okay Kanmani, even right. though I don't understand. I I seen Okay Kanmani on Netflix. Right. I would never seek it out and go, obviously, because where in Bombay would I find it playing? I'm sure right. somebody played it, but he'll play it like 9 a.m. Correct. In the morning. Very rare shows. Yeah. And of course, I don't understand Tamil that well to watch in a theater yeah. without subtitles. So yeah. I watched it on Netflix, and uh-huh. it's beautiful. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a perfect Tamil rom com the way right. Sathya was. Right. Uh, there didn't need to be. Um, Uh, remake, a remake because again culturally here nothing is lost also technically hmm. you know uh, it is a, a new age couple hmm. it is uh, a young in 2017 16 hmm. whenever it was made 15 i think hmm. it is a young couple hmm. in the current generation hmm. uh, they live the same kind of lives and i'm assuming aditya rai kapoor and shraddha kapoor live yeah. in this okay janu they yeah. d- didn't need to be a hindi version <laughs> They didn't use a Hamama version to even promote it. They just made a a true to age rom com. Yeah. And people could easily watch it and get it. You don't even need to understand that much. If you just put subtitles, people would watch it. But yeah. you made a version that didn't do well, also. And why did you make this version? Yeah. Basically, you have to wipe out this otherness. Yeah, of I think the that's language. the problem. Yeah. The assumption is that a regional cinema is regional. Okay? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Everybody speaks. Majority of people who speak Hindi have a language yeah. of their uh, that they speak <laughs> that they understand. Yeah. Whether it's uh, you know like Malayal- Josh's uh, yeah. exploration of Malayalam <laughs> movies or Hotstar or you know yeah. there's always yeah. that. This entire thing was building up to us telling please check out all of Josh's recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> all of them are ne- Hotstar. All of them are Josh, free. Josh, next, next week you got to recommend a Bengali movie, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm still I'll waiting for my homework. <laughs> yeah, I mean what's Hotstar for? I feel like Hotstar should. Uh, Hotstar's for homework. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was a interesting discussion. I don't know what the answer is to make regional cinema more accessible in any way and not make shitty Bollywood versions of them. Uh, but uh, if you have any opinion on that, write to us and uh, tweet to us uh, on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. We're IVM Podcasts, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.